In our new series, Debut Discussions, we're asking debut authors to tell us about their story, not the story they wrote in the novel, but the journey they took to hold the book in their hands. On today's episode, we welcome Ashley Tate. Ashley worked for over a decade as an editorial writer and an editor for various publications, including Canada's first online magazine. Her debut novel, 27 Minutes, is out now. Welcome to Pop Fiction Women, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah. We are so excited as well, and we are going to get into 27 Minutes, but because <clears throat> this is our debut author series, we like to mm-hmm. sort of go back in time. Okay. Writers always really begin as readers, so we'd love to mm-hmm. hear your story as a reader. Well, I definitely came from a family of avid readers. Everyone was always reading very different things, mm-hmm. but always reading. And I think my first kind of like obsession with books was Marie Sendak and especially Outside Over There, which is like, I think it's horror adjacent. I mean, it it was so creepy and scary. I mean, it's about goblins like stealing the sister and then putting like an ice sculpture and it was terrifying. (laughs) But as a child, I was just like mesmerized by this like kind of dark, beautiful storytelling And then it progressed into like Nancy Drew and R.L. Fear Street and then, you know, Stephen King and the real horror horror guys. So, yeah, I read a lot. It was kind of the only thing I really, really liked doing. And were you, like, was it expected of you or were you praised for reading or was it just like, this is just, this is water? This is. Yeah, this is water. Yeah. This is water. Cool. Cool. I remember I have a younger, much younger brother. Well, not much younger, but five years younger. And I remember the thing he would get the most in trouble for would be reading at the table, reading Uh at the dining room table. So it was just books all the time, reading all the time. If we went on vacation, it was reading on vacation, reading in the car, just tons of reading. Yeah. Yeah. Well, every writer knows that good stories begin with an inciting incident. That thing that shakes up the status quo and yours is a story of grief as we read in your acknowledgments and as you've you've already shared a bit on on social media tell us about the impetus for writing this novel so this was kind of this confluence of events for me yeah it was 2018 2019 and my life was just in upheaval we had moved to the states and then we're going to stay but then my husband got another a job back in Canada so after we decided to stay and sell our house in Toronto we moved back to Toronto and lived with my dad and and in this time my mom passed away and it was just this like nothing was stable yeah and i love telling you guys this story cuz you guys know Ashley Audrain yeah. but i was out for dinner with her i was working on something creatively that just was not working and i'd been working on it for years And I was out for dinner with Ashley, and I don't know if she would remember this, but she said to me, she said, Ashley, this is such a period of like adjustment for you, like a new kind of start, work on something you really want to write. And this just really like resonated with me, like, yes, I can stop doing something that's not working and, and have the, it almost like with all this change, it kind of gave me the confidence I needed that I had been lacking yeah. to write something that I wanted using a very authentic voice that yeah. up until this point, I'd been really afraid to, yeah. to use. I didn't know how it was going to be received, but I was like, this is the time. Yeah. And then I had this idea in the back of my head for like 15 years of this twist. 
And so it was this kind of perfect storm that I wrote the first draft of this book. Oh, oh wow. but by the way, that twist I loved. Yeah, loved, thank you. Loved. We're not no spoilers, but so when you started writing, did you immediately put that idea, uh, that other project aside, and you were like, "This is it. I'm going to just go with this." That, that yeah. project is like dead. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. me, yeah. it's dead to me. Yeah. 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 I love that, that that one statement by Ashley just gave yeah. you that permission and just unlocked what was in there. I mean, you had the twist, you had the mm-hmm. voice, it just had to mm-hmm. come out. I mean, so... Yeah. But wait, did you always want to write a novel? That, I know that's how this novel yeah. started. Yeah. Did you always... Oh, no. I feel like as a child, I would call myself like a geriatric millennial. Okay. But growing up in the 80s and 90s, being an author just didn't even, it was just, you wouldn't even dream of it. Mm -hmm. You didn't know any, you didn't see any, you didn't know what they looked like. You didn't know where they lived. It was just this, like you go to a library or a bookstore and magic and the books are there. So although I always wrote, always loved reading, always kind of went into things that were writing related, Mm -hmm. I never dreamed of writing a book. Mm -hmm. It was, are you crazy? It's too, (laughs) too hard. So, I mean, I was a writer, but I, I didn't really consider it until I actually left my job of being a writer. Mm-hmm. I have so much respect for people that can write as their job and then write as their hobby. Right. And I just couldn't. I just didn't have the like creative capacity to do that. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't until I left my writing job that I started writing fiction or trying to. Yeah. Right left my writing Same. job to take on a new writing job yeah. yes <laughs> yeah exactly it happens that way yeah. yeah yeah so now that we know the impetus for the for you writing a novel and that moment why don't you give our listeners the elevator pitch for 27 minutes so it takes place in a very claustrophobic town that's never really been able to move on from this tragic car accident that killed the town's golden girl a decade ago It opens in the days leading up to a memorial being held in her honor, and it's told from the alternating perspectives of four people deeply impacted by the night of the accident in different ways. And as we get closer to the memorial, they all start to unravel, secrets start to come out, and the question that's kind of haunted this town for 10 years of what happened in the 27 minutes between the accident and the call for help will kind of finally be revealed mm, yes uh, that yeah. title can I just say is so good yeah. was this always the title or no 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 it no. usually never is but no yeah, yeah. apparently they're changed like 90 percent of the time right. so yeah but mine yeah. was changed yeah. but do you like this I love yes this title. I think it's a, perfect it's a great actually I don't know if I I didn't come up with it. It was the marketing team. Same. But I do Same think for me. That's why really I was wondering. Perfect. I think yeah. it's a perfect title. Yeah. It is. And but you came up with 27 minutes. You gave it yes. that time frame. And yes. what was like did 27 just jump out at you? Did you think about it or is it just something I did think about it. I yeah. did think about it. I I wanted it to be an odd number. I wanted it to be under 30 minutes and so I landed on 27. Oh, I love perfect. that. Yeah. I don't know those things, little things. That's like just something only writers do and think about yeah. and are like, of course you thought about it. Yeah. What was the well, working title? Can I just ask? Oh, yes. I would love yeah, to think what you saved it as. Commit this body to the ground. Oh, oh that's geez. good. It's good. Yeah, I really loved that one. Because <laughs> it like you've read the book. Yeah. There, I think I cut a scene down 
in the book, but originally there was a bit, a longer scene about this like ceremony with this bird Mm -hmm. and commit this body to the ground is a line from ashes to ashes, dust to dust. And I just thought it was like this (sighs) beautiful poetic title and my all three editors were like no no <laughs> same, same i same. loved your title too corinne loved it yeah mine was what was I your would, original one i would die for you which oh, is good. So yeah good. and it's gonna yeah. lead me to the next question too about brothers and sisters and yeah. siblings but yeah and then the marketing they were just like no marketing yeah. was like no it wasn't even a question no it wasn't it was like assumed it was and like, I was so surprised maybe same. there's a theme here I mean commit this body to the ground I would die for you maybe they don't like titles with like death and killing even though <laughs> that's what the book I, is I was bored, and that's yeah. what may sell in terms what of content sells. yeah I don't know what it's know. just not snappy yeah. and it's not short yes I know. Okay. yeah hard kind of hard to Remember, yeah. bit yeah, long. I get it. I get it. Yeah. It makes I get a lot it too. of sense. I love twenty-seven minutes. Okay. Yeah. No. I, uh, all right. Well, our books, as I've mentioned, are kind of eerily similar in some fundamental ways. And for me, the biggest one that I wanted to talk about was the focus on the complex relationships between brothers and sisters, of which there are two pairs in this novel: Phoebe and Grant, and June and Wyatt. Sibling dynamics are just something I am obsessed with, probably from the time I read Gone Girl, probably before that, to the time I finished writing Astrology House. And by the way, that's just because I'm really in between books. I'm sh- I know that hasn't ended, but mm-hmm. where I was wondering where did that – because it's not something that gets explored a ton. Mm-hmm. And if it is, it's sometimes one-dimensional. Either they are estranged and it's not good or they are so close – but there is so much complexity that I felt so relatable and real in 27 minutes. Where does that preoccupation come for you? You know, what's funny is I'm not preoccupied with it at all. And I definitely didn't set out with that in mind. It was more, I wanted to talk about dysfunctional family dynamics and, you know, kind of trauma from childhood or teenagehood and how you bring that, you know, into adulthood and I felt the best way to do that was through siblings. Yeah, yeah. In the family. Because it's the real-time manifestation of things that happened a long time ago, right? And exactly. you can see, like, the way you care for each other and the way you think about each other. I loved that dynamic in this book. And mm. just, thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you. And just that kind of unconditional love or support that maybe sometimes isn't the best. Yes, yes. and and can come out sideways, mm-hmm. right? Like can, right. can have the opposite of the intended effect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One thing I'm obsessed with and that Corinne and I have talked about a lot is sort of being seen and this idea of seeing each other. And there are a lot of poignant references here in your novel to invisibility and being unseen. So June and Wyatt feel it compared to the Deans and Becca also experiences it in connection with Phoebe's death. Is this a theme that you're interested in or wanted to explore? I think that for me, being taken for granted mm. is my like biggest trigger. Oh, oh yeah. As a mother, yes. as and I was a stay-at-home mom and working and as a kid, you know, kind of like back to the sibling dynamics being not seen sometimes because of my brother and I'm sure like vice versa and I have kids and I'm trying to be really aware of this so that's definitely the root of the invisibility because to me it is my most like triggering 
emotion. So I think that I'm like working through it in my novel. (laughs) Same, same. (laughs) Hence why I'm obsessed with it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a terrible feeling. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. And the small town dynamics really feed into that for both of them, right? There is, and that's how it works in a small town. Like you said, they can't forget this accident. And also you have the kind of the golden family and everyone else is kind of cast in their shadow. And then tragedy also can cast a a wide shadow too. So uh, it, it all really worked to bring out that feeling. And I felt for them in that way. Yeah. Yeah, me too. There are four, as you mentioned, four point of view characters in this book, along with a very tight time frame. You mentioned that too, the three days leading up to Phoebe's memorial and flashbacks to the night of the accident. So kind of a dual timeline. It's not a dual timeline, but it's there's enough flashback that you really had to do that work. It's a mm-hmm. lot of craft technique that's going on in this novel. Mm-hmm. By the way, I love that. And I think, by the way, people need that now. You can't just write a straight, you know, first person straight from the beginning to the end novel anymore because readers are more sophisticated and expect more. How I know you're a pantser, mm-hmm. so I wanted to know what elements of that came to you first and which characters came to you first. Well, the first draft was just dual POV. It was June and Grant, and Becca was a very minor character, as was uh, Wyatt. Wow. And that draft didn't go anywhere. I didn't mm-hmm. get an agent with it. So with everything that happened with my agent and submission, I completely rewrote it. I kept maybe 5% wow. and decided if I'm going to go for it. This was a book that had died again. Wow. And so if I'm going to go for it, I'm really going to go for it. And I'm going to amp up Becca, amp up Wyatt. And so, yeah, did I, did yeah. I answer your question? Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, oh well, and then the flashbacks yes. was my editors really liked those. So through revisions, and I mean, there was a ton of revisions, yeah. I added more. Yeah. Do you have anything hidden in a drawer from Phoebe's point of view? I was, I, I, it wasn't no. lacking, but I was curious. Mm. Just yeah. that She was another character that I kind of added more to through Revisions. Yeah. I do have a, for my UK publishers, I wrote a kind of short story that takes place three years after the fact. Oh. But Phoebe's not in, really in that either. Yeah. But wow. just kind of like, where did these characters end up? That's exciting. So yeah. mm-hmm. you're working through this and you're making these revisions. At any point, were there things that you utilized like craft books or did you take any writing classes or go on retreats to help at any point in the process? Craft books make me really anxious yeah. and stress me out. <laughs> I've had to really accept that I am not a plotter. I am right by instinct, which is I wouldn't recommend, but... That's just the way I write. And so anytime I've been stuck and someone's like, oh, you have to read this book, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll start it. And I'm like, no, I yeah, can't. I've That's never, not how I work. I can't do one. that. <laughs> yeah. I can't. However, them. the ones like, I do like the ones like Stephen King's and Bird by Bird that to me are more like inspiration yes. and like keep going. Yeah. And so those I like, mm-hmm. but craft books, no. And yeah. I've never taken a writing class and I've never gone on a writing retreat. 
Okay. Oh I love it. I love it. But you do you, have a writing partner. Yes. I do yeah. have yes. a writing background. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. that, for a long time. I, yes. That was, so your prior career infused yeah. the process, but also Absolutely. you do have a writing partner, right? I but, do. Yes. So I do work with Ashley Audrain. Yes. We have already mentioned I, her. <laughs> yeah. She's the best. Yeah. I feel really lucky. She's mm-hmm. just generous and so smart. She's got such a good eye for what a reader will be looking mm-hmm. for, which mm-hmm. I am more like internal. Yeah. 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 So you're like, this is what I'm working out. Reader, yeah. reader, schmeeder. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's so interesting. I'm sure that you found this writing it and then sending it and hearing what you wrote <laughs> and you're yeah. like, Oh, I didn't mean that, but yeah. okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Ready to age awesome? Pop in your AirPods and join me, Katie Fogarty, over on A Certain Age Podcast, an age-positive podcast that helps you live your best evolving midlife, loud and proud. We know the only constant is change. Kids grow, jobs come and go. What it takes to be fit, healthy, happy, fulfilled in midlife looks way different than it did in our 20s and 30s. A Certain Age features expert voices in real women, 40, 50, 60, and beyond, with tips, tools, and resources to help with the hard stuff, menopause, aging parents, career change, and light you up about what's next. Each week, we talk wellness, beauty, family, money, purpose, fashion, and fun in frank, funny interviews that go straight to the heart of issues facing women. One Apple podcast review says each episode is a gold mine of ideas, emotional support, and self-discovery. I feel like I'm part of the conversation at the best dinner party imaginable. A Certain Age podcast. Live midlife out loud. So you said that your first draft did not get an agent. People love to hear the stories, you know, that for a debut of the trials and tribulations. So then how did you get your agent? So I shelved this book and then I know that people are all, all over the place with the pandemic in terms of creativity, but I felt extremely creative. Mm-hmm. I wrote a book. I got an agent with that book. Mm-hmm. And so this was my third book and it happened really fast. I had a lot of interest. I was able to choose agents, which is just like a dream, especially after hearing no Yes. Yeah. So it happened really quickly. I signed with Madeline Milburn agency, Ashley's agency, although not the same agent. And then, and there was a lot of excitement and then that book died on submission. So that was crushing. Yes. I was. I've had that happen. I'm I'm saying yes, because I, I know that feeling. It is. It's almost getting close is harder than not getting close. Yeah. And so I really thought about giving up. It had been three books now and it was the pumping my tires, you know, the, is that a Canadian term? No. Uh, Pump the brakes, we would say maybe. No, they were, they were gassing me up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is amazing. This is going to soar, you know, and then cricket. Well, not crickets. I mean, it it did get close. And what they told me was it's too dark for the pandemic. Mm. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Yeah. So then I didn't give up and really because of my kids, I didn't want to show that. I wanted to show like you can fail and keep going. Yeah. And that and, and I had this twist that I didn't wasn't ready to give up on. Mm-hmm. So I rewrote it and then a year later submitted my agent submitted it and it sold really quickly. Mm-hmm. Except for in the US. The US took a bit of time, but 
in Canada and the UK, it was, I got my Canadian offer within 24 hours, which was absolutely mind-blowing. That is, yeah, that is. So, was the twist in all of these? Yeah. So, the twist has remained the same. The twist has remained the same. So that The sense is there, but the book is different. Yeah. No, I get that. And you know, if you didn't have Becca and Wyatt's point of view, you can tell, like, what would be different about it or how it would feel different. It's funny that you said it was too dark for the pandemic because I do feel like this book is pretty hopeful. Like it's, I don't know. I cried. This it was the last oh, book. My last I got book, it. which got was it, like a it. dystopian. Got it. That's right. Really, really dark, dark book. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really dark. Right. So. But do you feel. I'm hoping one day it will come out because I really love it. Ah, oh, yes. That's good. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you feel this book is hopeful? It's. It's tragic, but look at her face. <laughs> twenty-seven minutes. Yeah, twenty-seven yeah. minutes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I can. I, I love that you think that, and and I, I can see that. For me, I wanted the reader to feel like it had a good ending. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That maybe these characters will become unstuck. Yeah. Yeah. And which I hope? think is hopeful. Yeah. I okay. think so. Yeah. Yes. I think yeah. that is. Okay. They're not stuck. They're no longer stuck. I mean, which there's they have be been some... for a long time. Yeah, they've been for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So like the truth will set you free. Yeah. Let's hope. Let's hope so in this yeah. case. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But so the book sold very quickly. 27 minutes sold very yeah. quickly. Yeah. How long has it been between then and now? About 18 months. Mm. And everyone outside of publishing is, and even when I was outside of publishing, I was like, that, why, it moves at a glacial pace. Why is it so slow? I have needed this time, this next six months, talking about relating publishing to motherhood. The days mm-hmm. are long and the years are short. That is how I feel about publishing. How have you felt and have you needed this time? And I've, <laughs> it's a good question. It's kind of, I almost kind of, it feels like it was forever ago, and it also feels like it was yesterday yes. that I was getting acquisition emails. Just incredible. I think because the things have just kind of continued, right? There was the editing process, and then there was getting the covers, and then there was, you know, it's kind of, there's always been something, yes. I feel. Yes. And you're on a two-book deal, yeah. and I'm on a two-book deal. Yeah. So in that time, I wrote another book. Right. So I I mean, I needed the time for that. Yeah, for I sure. Ask. I needed I needed more time for that. It yeah, I'm like, I haven't done that yet. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. So I feel like it's been busy. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yes. No, for sure. And you realize logistically, as you're mm-hmm. saying, there's time for copy edits, first pass yeah. pages, other yeah. readers, yeah. covers. You yeah. actually need that time. But I needed it, too. And I didn't anticipate that. I expected that publishing <clears throat> would need yeah. it. But I didn't expect that I would need it to. So on that long road to publication and and pre-acquisition and post, what is the best advice that you've gotten or the lesson that you've learned? It's a lot of highs and a lot of lows. And I often go back to advice I was given as a new mom. Which, and my best friend told me this. She said, Try not to get too high with the highs and too low with the lows. Mm -hmm. And so I'm I'm really, (sighs) that's what I'm trying. Oh, kind of maintain like I like that this yeah. like level yeah I'm trying it's a lot it's a work it's it's a lot of work it yeah. is and but did you you just said that and did you hear how I exhaled like I was yeah. like oh that is that's the advice 
I, I go back to those early days yeah. when, which was so hard yeah. all the time, yeah. like take it a day at a time, take it an hour at That's a time. Right. Don't think ahead. You're, you'll want to run away. You know, those kinds of things. <laughs> you'll want to yeah. run away. Yeah. <laughs> These, this yeah. is resonating. <laughs> Clearly. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So it's a lot like that. The unknowns, right? The, it's yeah. the unknowns for me. that Absolutely. Me. Okay. You're going to laugh because yeah. I, I listened to your podcast on Friday Okay. And the one piece of advice across the board is don't read your reviews. Okay. Because ah, she read the good but, reads reviews. Yeah. But we yeah. don't, do you? Of course. You <laughs> of That's course. amazing. She's like, don't um, read your reviews, but I do. It is. I feel like I could give a crash course in <laughs> reviews because I have a lot of negative reviews. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Yeah. But I think... That's not the advice that I would give, by the way. Okay. But that is the advice that I've been given. Given, yes. Yeah. The advice that I would give is yes, don't that... keep moving the goalposts for yourself. Oh, this is yeah. not good. Corinne likes to move that's the goalposts. That's a good one. Uh-oh. No, but that's a, but it's a very this, important this, good it is. lesson. You're right. I have this like quote that I randomly saw online that says, this present moment used to be the unimaginable future. Oh, yes. And I think about that a lot. Mm -hmm. Like three years ago, I didn't think I was going to get an agent. You know, I didn't think my goal was get an agent, see my book on the shelves. It wasn't be on 10 most anticipated. It wasn't you name it because that's what leading up to publication. Those are the things that you think about. Mm. So I really try to kind of slow my roll a little bit, you know, don't move the goalposts. I've already hit so many things that I would have never dreamed of. Yeah. Yes. So that is my piece of advice. That is very And also hard. don't read your reviews. Yes. <laughs> so let me ask about these reviews, though. Yeah. So everyone says this, by the way. Don't read them, mm-hmm. of course. And we've had mm-hmm. some authors who genuinely, I think they're telling the truth and say they don't. Mm-hmm. And then there's some... Ashley doesn't read her reviews. Okay. So you got that advice. You're close oh, yeah, with Ashley. She told you. So what is it in you that's like, yeah, screw it. I'm going to read it. I don't know. Uh, well, first of all, it's like kind of one of the only tangible things that you have leading up to publication. Yeah. Second of all, I am an eternal pessimist. And so I need to know the worst case scenario. Oh, Corinne. Mm. Well, then you're, you're yes. really making a case yeah. for Corinne to read these then. <laughs> I mean, if you do, listen, it really annoyed me when people would say, why are you reading your reviews? Like you've been told not to, but like... <laughs> Come on. Some people are going to do it. Yeah, exactly. And if you're going to do it, just know that the sting goes away. Yes. I don't know why, whether it's you've read the same thing 10 times, whether something really hurts your feelings, you're going to get over it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I wanted to know what people were going to be critical about just so that it wasn't a surprise. I'm glad that I've gone through it before the book comes out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's also this looking back i'm like why did i assume everyone was going to give me five stars like yeah. oh yeah that's just that's just ridiculous <laughs> no, no. Yes. yeah and yeah. then it was kind of really this like radical acceptance of what my book is and isn't mm-hmm. and really understanding that the isn't is going to make people angry yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so really, you you're actually making on. a good case for reading them, in my view. If I, you, for me, I, 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 there was no way I wasn't going to. I, right. You know, I, I was going to say, Kate, the real, the truth is I probably will. But now Ashley is giving me tools to deal right. with what I probably would already do, despite right. the fact that everyone says She's giving you tools and her reasoning is something that I think is you believe as well. Like meaning, yeah. like, let me know Except, the worst case. 
Yeah. And let, you like to worst case things, think them through. Yeah. And so this supports that. If you're that type of person, I, I think I think you're making Except, a good Except, Ashley, I use that as my reason to say I am an eternal optimist because it's yeah. because I think of everything the worst that I can go, well, maybe this will be good. Maybe this this could really be good. Maybe for me, it's that I expect the worst. Yes. And, and that, oh, and yeah. That well, that just you. seems realistic, not pessimistic. That's, <laughs> that's a pessimist, <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah. That is so funny. You know, I can give you 10 pieces of advice about reviews, but it's like you have to accept it. Yeah. It's kind of like I think about it like how I think about dying. Do I know it's going to happen? Yes. Have I accepted it's going to happen? No. Right. You know? Yes. So you have to like, it's one t- thing to say, oh, everyone gets negative reviews. But that it's another to like accept like right. your book is going to get negative reviews, right. unfortunately. Yeah. Yes. And maybe you'll get a lot. Maybe you won't. But right. whatever happens, you're going to be fine. I love it. Okay. How much do I owe you yeah, for this just therapy session? It's like trickle down therapy. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, my god. Well, let's, let's turn towards hopeful for the future. So what okay. are your hopes for this book and for your career as a novelist? <clears throat> Without moving the goalposts, yes, because now right. I almost want to take this question back right. because... It's a yeah. great question. Yeah. Right. yeah. For this book, I've already hit many of them. Oh, I've had nice. people DM me saying, my dad just died. This really resonated with me. I've had people DM me saying, your book made me cry. These yeah. are all goals that I've had. Mm-hmm. I, for my career, honestly, I want to just keep loving writing. That is mm-hmm. my goal because it's it's really different writing a book and selling a book writing a book and publishing a book these are very two very different things and I'm really lucky I'm on a two book deal as well writing that second book was the hardest thing I've ever done in my career oh ever like it was so challenging and I'm just at the beginning I I'm just at the beginning I got my notes back for my first draft a lot of heavy lifting is needed. Yeah. So I want to keep like, like enjoying that. Yeah. I don't want to get, I have a couple writer friends and one of them always says, I love writing, but publishing is, is really challenging. Yes. And I'm just hoping not to get like mired down by that yeah. yes. right now. Oh, those that's, are great. What a great perfect. answer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And now the question I have literally been dying to yeah. hear this entire time. Do I, wait, have you told me your sign? No. Okay. I've been nervous <laughs> for this because I don't know anything about astrology. Well, good thing the author of the astrology house does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't need to know anything. I knew. I was just going to oh, say, please. Yeah, I, I'm a Taurus. Yeah. But I, I know there's Aries in there too. Are you cu- What's that? Cuspy. Where, when is your birthday? I can cut it out May if you 5th. want. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as, it's, it's closer, but yeah, there's gotta be areas in there too. My but question was, is yes. to you guys, the experts, Yes. yes. <laughs> does it matter when you're supposed to be born? Cause I was a preemie. It no. doesn't. Okay. Cause no. like, am I, do I feel more Gemini? In fact, no, it probably know. makes you more Taurus that okay, you came okay. when you like, were supposed to come. I had to, to be a Taurus. Yes. Yes. Okay. That, that was yeah. your, your, that was your destiny. destiny. But by the way, I don't know if you've heard us t- speak to any other Tauruses. Tauruses, do not, of course you were like, I don't know anything about astrology. It's not <laughs> yeah. pragmatic enough mm-hmm. for right. Taurus. Like, yes. what am I supposed to do with this? Right. Like, this doesn't do anything for me. 
And so Tauruses notoriously are not interested in astrology. So uh, it's not that I'm not interested. It's just, I think the, it makes me a little bit uncomfortable. I know it's not like fortune telling, but I don't believe in fortune telling. However, I will never see a fortune teller. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I read the most Taurus thing ever. I'm not doing it. Like, forget it. Yes. Yes. So. Yeah. 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 I don't feel there's many Tauruses. I feel like we're overlooked. No. A little bit. I have a lot of Tauruses in my life. Okay. They're not overlooked in my life. Fixed earth sign that, yeah. And it's not that I believe that you're interested. It's just, it doesn't resonate for you because it isn't, as Corinne said, very pragmatic or practical. So yeah, we do hear that from Tauruses. And maybe it's not even necessarily that if we told you a lot it might start to resonate but it's more of the idea that is on like you said you're uncomfortable with it Mm -hmm. like how could there be something mystical something that like is not quite quantifiable and like you can't give me the science of it or the 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 origin of it in a way that makes sense to me I think that that That's a hundred percent. Yeah. Grounded earth sense. sign. Yeah yeah. 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 Love it. So we always like to end by asking mm-hmm. what you're loving. So we, we get some of our best recommendations based on authors, obsessions or interests. So what, what are you reading or watching or. Well, I am watching the best franchise on Real Housewives, Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. A hundred percent. And my husband and I, I like TV. He likes sports. So we don't watch a lot together. But right now, when we find a show that we both like, which is yes. great. So we're watching Slow Horses, oh. which is really good. It's a, it's like a British show. show. Mm-hmm. It's like a kind of slow burn, MI5. Gary Oldman's in it. Oh, Kristen wow. Scott Thomas is in it. It's excellent. Oh. And mm-hmm. I am... One of the best parts about being a debut author is getting arcs yes and so i'm reading right now i'm reading when we were silent which i think is coming out in may mm-hmm. it's like dark academia Ooh, Fiona i McPhillips. love dark academia mm, it's yes. it's so beautifully written it's really really good advanced, it's coming out in may advanced reader that, copies are our favorite part of it's this such a it's, oh. it's like a gift yeah. every time you know i got another one the favorite. Oh, the favorite. Oh. I like that cover. So we share an agent. Yeah. That's another amazing thing. I got books that my agent represents. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. For a book lover since since childhood, it's, amazing. Right. it's like dream. Christmas every I time. Know. Right? Isn't it? Or that I can ask my publishers for books and they just send them to me. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's cool. Every time they come, like the, the envelope comes, I'm like, oh. It's, like, ah, it's yeah. so exciting. It's book like Christmas mail. every time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Book mail. Yeah. I love it. Ashley. Thank you so much for joining us. I love how, by the way, Ashley and I have been DMing since maybe my announcement or somewhere around that time. And I immediately assumed we would have you on the podcast. And finally, I was like, wait, it's getting pretty close. Like, maybe we should start making some actual details. And you were like, oh, I didn't like you hadn't I'm so asked. Happy. Or, like, I'm yes, so happy. Yes, I yes, love yes, your yes. podcast. I love listening to it. Yeah. And I'm not... I. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. It's just it's okay. not really. Thank but I you. love but you listening listen to, to us. Yours. I do. What a well, you have so many. You have the best authors on. Thank really. you. Really. Thank you. Yeah. 
Well, I, anyway, you did not assume it was a foregone conclusion no, I as I did. And I was like, oh, I'm my gosh. Yes. <laughs> so exactly. Great. I oh, love that I she's referencing that. her sign now. Yeah. I'm a Taurus. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this will be my whole This is the only place. Now. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Ashley, thanks for joining us. 27 Minutes is out now. I loved this book. I did cry at the end. If you didn't hear me before when I said it earlier, I did oh, cry at the so end. Glad. And I did think it was hopeful. <laughs> and it but is hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. To me, that coming kind unstuck of, is hope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. This was fun. Thank Yay. you.